Hello everyone, I'm Stuart Spinks and this is Beekeeping Short and Sweet. So today I wanted to share with you details of a specific UK Bee Improvement and Bee Breeders Association project group and to explain how a group gets set up and what it takes to get established. Uh, This is the follow-on recording with Kevin Thorne, the BIBA group coordinator, who's also the Abiton Project group coordinator and we're going to now talk in more detail about the specific project that uh, Kevin is heading up. So let's start at the beginning with Abiton, if if that's okay, Kev. Um, How did the project get started? Well, this project came about from a chance conversation at a conference, and Nick Bentham-Green, who's the current chair of BIBA, passed the opportunity to me as the most local committee member to run with. Um, Essex and Suffolk Water run a number of reservoirs in East Anglia, and the land around is managed by the local wildlife trusts, in this case Essex Wildlife Trust. Essex and Suffolk Water had recently increased the water level of the reservoir by 5 metres, submerging parts of the land, and they were looking for ways to offset this, which is where Bibber came in. The reintroduction of the native bee was attractive to them and to the Wildlife Trust. Also, Bibber had recently run, in January, a bee improvement day for all in Colchester, with Roger Patterson, which was well attended by... Uh, local beekeepers and couldn't have been more timely. And so for those people who are listening that don't know where Abiton Reservoir is, whereabouts is that geographically? It's about 10 miles south of Colchester and it's quite sparsely populated with people, but more importantly, beekeepers. So it's ideal for our purpose. So when did this uh, all start and who got involved? We, We first met back in March 2017 with Helen Jacobs of Essex and Suffolk Water, Joe Ray, from Essex Wildlife Trust, Bill Tamblin, a local beekeeper, and Tom and Russell from the Colchester BKA, Beekeepers Association. I expected a lot of difficult questions, but in, actually was met with pretty enthusiastic support. Colchester beekeepers have been looking for a teaching apiary site when three came along at once. One of these sites is just a mile away from the proposed native, well, the actual native bee site. Bill kept bees within two miles. And rather than any objection to our bringing in new bees, Tom, Russell and Bill were keen to have native stock at their apiaries and Bill volunteered to take on the day-to-day management of the bees. Okay, that's great. Um, And what happened then? Well, the next step was to look at funding and Essex Suffolk Water were happy to contribute £800 and we applied for a BIBA group grant of £150. And I mean, currently, I've just submitted a, a bid for a Tesco Groundworks grant which if we get onto the shortlist, customers vote on three projects and we'll get either 1000 2000 or £4,000 voted on by shoppers. Uh, if we're successful, this will accelerate what we're able to do. Oh, that sounds fantastic. But presumably, you're going to need breeding stock of native bees. Yes. So the, the next challenge was to source some native bees and pure stock is understandably rare, although... Bibbo, of course, have plans in motion to change that. But I was able to get three native queens from Joe Widdicombe in Cornwall late in the season, and I introduced three queens into pre-prepared nuclei of my own uh, Suffolk bees, and I left them in cages 
for three days and then they were readily accepted and we then moved the colonies over to Aberton and transferred the hives into hives that Bill had provided. Okay, and uh, so far it's February now, how have the colonies fared through the winter? Um, yeah, it's difficult to, to say really because we, we're kind of like leaving them, they were fine going into winter and they had sufficient stores, we've fed them with fondant but we're kind of like trying to leave them. Sure, and, and just, just waiting until we get some warmer weather before you go in Absolutely. and have a look at them. So hoping for a, a nice day in March, although the weather forecast isn't looking too good at the moment. No, it's, um, it, it's going to be, uh, I, I guess this time of year for, for a lot of beekeepers, it's that nervous time when we're waiting to have a warm day to go out and see that the bees are flying. Absolutely, and I yeah. think one of the uh, most challenging things for beekeepers is to have patience and <laughs> leave well alone sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. So have you been able to gain any media coverage to promote your project? Including this? Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah in August, uh, Essex and Suffolk Water did a press release which got the project into the local news. There were a number of articles in the local press. I was um, interviewed on Radio Essex and then we were approached by BBC and ITV Regional News and we were broadcast on both channels that evening. Um, and the videos are actually available on the Bibber Facebook page. I, I, I have seen the interview. And, and if anyone's not seen it, then do go across to the Bibber Facebook page and take a look at that interview. And again, I'll put all the necessary links in the show notes uh, for everyone to be able to look at. Have you given uh, any talks to beekeeping groups about the Aberton Reservoir Project? Because I'm sure that there's a, a, a lot of groups out that would be interested, and I know that we've just secured you for our local group in Norwich to come and give us a talk. Absolutely. So uh, in October I was able to speak at a Colchester beekeepers meeting about the project and get some more interest and importantly more beekeepers interested in being involved and I've so far been able to recruit seven eight people to the cause. Oh that, that's fantastic and so what are your plans for the project for the coming season? Well the, the plans for the coming season are to rear as many daughter queens um, somewhere between 50 and 100 we hope and distribute them to local beekeepers and we'll prioritise those that are actively involved in the project and those closest to the base site. And will you be charging people for those queens? No, not particularly the ones that are in the immediate area, because what we want to do is, is create a sustainable population. So what we want to do is have the daughter queens producing drones that will fly, um, so, that, so that the queens in the core mating site will have somewhere to fly to and get mated. So the, the aim really is to flood the local area with Absolutely. the drones from those colonies. Absolutely. And will those queens be open mated or is someone going to instrumentally inseminate? The plan at the moment is to open mate. And okay. uh, the, the beauty of the, the bee's genetics is that the daughter queens, even though they will have been open mated and possibly with uh, random drones from the area their sons will be coming from unfertilised eggs and will therefore be still pure native bees. So, you know, we could end up with tens of thousands of male bees in the area, so hopefully we'll be able to get the queens mated open. And and it's, as with any queen breeding programme, it's all about the drones, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and so what are your plans for the subsequent years? How are you going to build on this initial project? Well, we'd like to 
raise more funds so that we can get more equipment because with more equipment we can raise more queens and we'd like to get more beekeepers involved in the project over the next few years. We'd like to focus on education, so yeah, educate local beekeepers about bee improvement as well as queen rearing because it's important to have good natured, good tempered, healthy bees as much as just an appearance of being native. Sure, and you mentioned that Essex Wildlife Trust were involved. I'm guessing that they're a fairly large organisation? Absolutely. Essex Wildlife Trust are a major landowner in Essex with 69 sites over 8,400 acres. And if the initial project shows uh, success, there's a willingness to look at other sites. Essex and Suffolk Water are keen to expand to their other sites once we've established this one. You can also follow our progress on our Facebook page, which is Essex number four bees. Okay, and presumably uh, if anyone else is interested in hosting a day, they can get in touch with you? Absolutely. So if anyone's interested in hosting a bee improvement for all day, which is a one-day classroom-based course in the winter about bee improvement and basic queen rearing, or a two-day apiary-based practical course, then please let me know. Uh, also, anyone who's interested in setting up a local group to improve their bees or looking for grants to do this, yeah, I can help with applications to Bibber and other organisations. I, I think it sounds um, like a really exciting project, and I think if there's any opportunities for us to move a project up into Norfolk, then Absolutely. that would be fantastic too. Fantastic. Um, Kevin, I wanted to thank you so much for sharing that project with us today. Perhaps we can catch up at the end of this season and get an update from you and find out how things have gone. I'd be delighted to. That's fantastic. For anyone else interested in learning more, head over to www.bibber.com or check out the show notes for more information. I'm Stuart Spinks and that was Beekeeping Short and Sweet. Sweet.